You're listening to the Alter Ego Lounge Podcast, building a community over coffee and comics. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Alter Ego Lounge Podcast. My name is Daniel. This is... Diana. And we also have a very special... Oh, my name is uh, John. John. Narcomi. You can just call me Narcomi. That's <laughs> Narcomi. Narcomi. Okay. Mr. Narcomi in the building. Thank you so much again for meeting us here today. We are shooting on location at Four Colors Fantasies in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Probably one of my favorite comic book shops to come into. <sighs> Definitely. Right? It's, it's, ah, they have is, an amazing selection. It's a store. Yes. <laughs> yes. A I've huge been collecting store. so long that I know what like the basement stores look like. Right, you know, right. This is, when I came here, I think it was 2008 when it was up the street. Yeah. I was like, they had employees with name tags. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is so, even though it was, though it was smaller, it was just already instantly. You better <laughs> seriously i mean i've been to a plenty uh plenty of comic book stores and i can tell you that one of the first things that i look for is just the setup yeah. and just organization overall and by far See, this has been one of the, the best the best ones services sure. oh hands just down surprises me com- i mean of all this some stores are just awful i mean they're just <laughs> i mean and i love i love them all like i still love going to little basement dusty stores and yeah. looking because it just reminds me of being a kid but you know, as a, as a consumer, as an adult, like I, I wouldn't tell my friends to go to those stores. I would tell them to come here. Or right, it's a store. Yeah, people cus- will ask you if you need help. They got name tags for sure. Uh, you know. Customer service makes a huge difference. Yeah. A huge difference, especially in comics. Yeah, <laughs> be nice. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So uh, again, the goal today for is just to kind of spotlight you and your work, what you're all about. So I'm just gonna start nailing with you a whole bunch of questions <laughs> in rapid fire form. Right. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, why don't you guys talk about how you met? Yeah, actually, uh, it was actually here. Yeah, I actually, was, yeah, it was came here. inside yeah. to pick up some comics, and you were here doing uh, some drawings. Do uh, sketches here. What is it? Uh, I think it was the uh, Grant Morrison yeah, well, Green Lantern. Yeah. that I came in. Yeah, because I did the Deadpool holding. The yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that was a. Yeah, I remember that was that. awesome, awesome. Uh, Dude, you were like one of my top uh, posts for the year. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I whatever saw that. happened, when I typed in your stuff, it was just like the perfect <laughs> algorithm on Instagram. And I next mean, thing I know, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there's 200 plus people yes. liking this thing. <laughs> Honestly, like I saw the cover and I saw you working your magic, and I'm like, this is this is perfect opportunity. And then I was kind of hesitant to ask to put. Deadpool, you know, on the Green Lantern cover, and you're like, yeah, let's do oh, that. That's not even the worst, though. That's all right. That, that's, that's easy stuff. Yeah, I've had some weird requests over the years. What, uh, I mean, let me see. What are uh, the what? first, uh, let me see, because I started doing this full time back in 08. And so that was like my first uh, official Comic Con was like 09 the next year. Okay. And uh, we had um, a company I was working for, we had a booth there and everything. And, and, uh, this this little girl, she because most people they have little sketchbooks and they'll have themes. You know, I've seen babies or Captain right. America or you know chibis or you know everybody has women or whatever. There's always kinds of stuff and and this girl she had one and it's uh, her theme was poop. So she had all these insanely <laughs> insanely talented artists drawing poop. That is fantastic. <laughs> right? So she's like, "Can you draw me poop?" I'm like, "Why not?" Yes. <laughs> Yes, that, is that was awesome. so random. So I drew. That's probably the weirdest one. And then there's like creepy because they do get creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I can I've, imagine. I've had to uh, draw a. Uh, and this guy's like notorious for. If you're an artist in the comics in Southern California, you haven't made it until you've gotten a commission to draw a mermaid in a business suit by this one guy. What? <laughs> really? what? Yeah, I had a buddy tell me about him years ago when I started working. 
And uh, I was like, dude, you're so full of it. Like that that guy doesn't exist. Come on. That's such a <laughs> stereotype. Such that's just so ball. weird. You know, and that's such an oddball request, right? And he's like, no, this guy brings reference and everything. And then when he started laying all this on me, I'm like, no, <laughs> you're totally like, there's nobody walking around with folders full of fish, women, and business suits. Like, who knows? What that kind is, of weird fetish combination yeah. is that, right? And one day I'm at a, it was like the first or second Long Beach Comic Con ever. And I'm boothing there, and and he found me. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> he was real. Oh, I have done man. like. Funny. He's found me three times. Wow, <laughs> like that is over, hilarious. Over the ten years of or eleven years of my career, he has found me. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm like, oh my god, he's real. We're <laughs> just making it up. And then you're like, I've made it. <laughs> yeah, I made it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I am a professional now. <laughs> Like, it wasn't the fact that these guys have been paying my rent forever. <laughs> it was just this one guy. <laughs> that is hilarious. Wow. Yeah, we're going to have to find him. I want to see his Instagram page. Right. Right. Oh, I don't think All this guy this. has. <laughs> <laughs> or let alone his living room. I want to see what that looks like. like. And he's, like, perfectly nice. Like, I'm okay. sure. <laughs> but, you know, some people just got a vibe, man. <laughs> yeah, we need to find this guy. Yeah, like, some people just kind of got a vibe. And then when it came out of his mouth and it all the whole story came together, I'm like, oh. Dude, you're the guy. If you're out there, <laughs> if you're out there, hit us up. Alter Ego Lounge on Instagram or Facebook. We definitely want to see some of the images you've come across. Well, I, some I, of the I would be curious to see because I know right. he pays. He pays some guys really well to get what that exactly awesome. he wants. And it's not like because he didn't ask really and like they weren't in sexual positions or anything. You just, know? He just wanted and he showed me the picture of the face and the suit and the, the fish body. Wow. So I just want this. And it's happened to me. And I don't even think he knows that I'm the same guy, but it's happened to me three times. Like he's wow, because I always kind of my style kind of changes. So I yeah. think he just keeps thinking I'm a new, new guy, <laughs> and he just likes it. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Okay, now so where are you from originally? You are you oh, I'm locally? From, I'm from Corona. Yeah, you're from Corona. So yeah. you're born and raised. Born out. and raised. Well, I, was, I guess if you want to be technical, I was born in Kaiser and Fontana. But okay. I, my whole family, my mom's family's from Corona. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, like my grandmother. Born out there, she was single the mile queen when she was seventeen. What? She, okay. Uh, my grandfather like went AWOL. They come get her. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it was all crazy. But yeah, if my grandmother didn't pass away recently, about four, five more years would have been like a complete hundred years. She wow. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, and you said your parents are from uh, same area too. Yeah, my mom is from Corona. My dad is off the reservation in Oklahoma. Okay. So, yeah. Very cool. Um, how yeah, about got a weird little family? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's what's your family dynamics? I mean, you got brothers and sisters. Oh man, I got a huge. Well, not huge, I guess. I got. Uh, well, I got one sister for my mom. Okay. <laughs> my dad. Uh, yeah, he was he was an overachiever, man. So he's got like. <laughs> I, got, I got a few other siblings uh, spread out there, and uh, yeah, but we all we stay in touch, do our thing. But, awesome. But it's the, it's the whole, just Mexican and Native American thing. It's always been kind of weird, especially. His whole family is from Oklahoma and Kansas, and and I'm 100% from California. Yeah. So it was always just a cultural shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, my grandparents and stuff out there just kind of adjusting to the, the slowness <laughs> of yeah. the whole thing, man. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, man, that'll give you some time to think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember being out there at like 18. I got into some trouble down here, and I got sent out there, and I had to 
help my grandma stay out there for like an extended period of time. And grandma set you right. And uh, <laughs> oh, it was it was like prison, man. I just worked out and read, <laughs> dude. Like there was nothing to do because the town our grandma lived is a town called Art Kansas City, Kansas, mm-hmm. and it's spelled Arkansas City. But don't say that; they get mad at you. Okay. <laughs> so you gotta say Art Kansas City, Kansas. And it's like a 15-minute walk to Oklahoma. Like, you could cross the border. This is how small the dinky this is. Yeah. You know, and it's beautiful in the wintertime when it's all snowy and it's all old-school Main Street and stuff. But during the rest of the time, it's just kind of nothing to do, <laughs> especially when you're 18 and from California. So it was just like, oh, it was just I can imagine trying, <laughs> trying to fill up that time. Well, I, yeah, I just found a job as quick as I could. Yeah. I a plane ticket and came home in like three months. Like I didn't even, I was like, dude, I'm 18. Why am I even listening to you people? <laughs> like I so I, go so I heart is definitely like a California boy. always. Yeah, I got like, yeah. I mean, I, there was times, you know, I'm like, I, I feel like every Californian falls in and out of love with the states as you get, as you go through life. And Amen. So I've had those moments, but yeah, I'm always here. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had opportunities to go other places, but this is, yeah, so, this is it, man. It's, yeah, <laughs> I I've had a chance to live out of state too, and I, there's nothing like Southern California. Yeah. It, it's a hit or miss sometimes. I feel you. it's a love hate relationship. Definitely. Well, it's almost like uh, I just wish it was a little cheaper to live here. Oh, amen, <laughs> amen. Good like, Lord. That, but that's like my only complaint. Like mm-hmm. I can't, you know, there's nothing else to really. It's you the know, sunshine, the, yeah. sunshine tax on everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for the good weather. You know, yeah, like I was out in Texas. My sister's in Texas in, in November, and oh, my God, it was just cold. Like as soon as I got off the plane, I was like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> it can drop down. Yeah, and like, but they're, they're cold for a whole season. They're mm-hmm. cold for three months. And I'm like, oh, we're going to be cold for like three weeks, and then I'm good for like right. the rest of the year. Like I, yeah. can, you know, I can deal with California weather. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Is that... Uh, Anybody else in your family besides you uh, artistic? I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, uh, drawing-wise or musicians. Oh, I would murder or them all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, no, yeah. There's, uh, it's, so, yeah, so something either in the water in Corona or the water in uh, Oklahoma, man. Okay. Uh, my dad, he uh, was artistic. He actually wanted to be an animator when he was younger, but, you know, the time he grew up in and the way it was, it just wasn't something... I mean, it's just like now, you know, people don't understand that you can make a living and there's no real push towards that when you're coming off a farm, man. Right. Like, you know, it's just work, work, work. Right. And so he never followed through. But I remember seeing his dad, my grandfather, uh, just stare at something and just draw it instantly. And it was just like magic to me. I mean, like this utter magic, right? And and uh, and then my mom, she's crafty. She does her thing. And my grandmother, her mother painted. And, you know, and then... You know, but I got yeah, I just got I got the art and the storytelling. Man, that was like my thing, you know. And I got nephews that are like opera singers and shit. Like okay. All crazy, musically talented, and so impressive. Yeah. It, it ain't gonna be me, man. I ain't yeah. singing. That's, I, that's my charity to the world, not singing and freaking. So I just get to draw pictures, man, and tell stories. That, that's, that's that's my click. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys, it sounds like a good line of talented people in the family. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's all it's all fun to have. You know, it, it just gets uh, it gets. It's like when my nephews talk about wanting to do these things for a living. It's when I kind of get because it's tough. Yeah, you know? like it took me a long time to start to legitimately pay all my bills with with this. this. You know, yeah. What did um? Or let's let's see if we can start from the beginning. I mean, what what about uh? When did you first start drawing? I mean, I'm guessing as a kid, but what? Oh, according, well, according to the legend, it was like three. I guess three years old, huh? <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Where you tagging up? Live it down. <laughs> <laughs> My sister did it, man, because I stole her paint to do it. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah, of course, yeah, the, the, that story, I was a little kid. 
obviously I was three, can't get much littler than that, I guess. And uh, sister had screen Crayola paint and we're supposed to be asleep and we shared a room, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I got up, everybody's asleep and I snuck over. I just felt the need to create something. <laughs> Middle of the night, it hasn't changed much. <laughs> so I go and I steal the paint. It's all dark. I didn't even turn on the light. Right. So I don't even know. I probably have to. I mean, I know remember now it's green, but I don't, you know, just grabbing paint, man. And I go on the wall and I just start. Oh. I painted a big old circle on a stick figure. Yes. Dad and our whole family. I painted. We had uh, my grandmother lived behind us. And so we had like just. So I painted the house. <laughs> so, oh I mean, there's three year old stick figures, but they're still, you know, big, medium. <laughs> Me, the smallest, you know, and, and my dad came from work, and uh, he you know, always chucked on us at the time, and, and <laughs> he opened the door, and, you know, I'm not in the bed, so he's telling my mother, you know, where's Jay at, you know, and and uh, <laughs> Mexican mom, of course, she's like instant panic, you know, like, oh, where's he at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. they saw the screen open and everything. Oh, no. you know, oh, like, so she's just like, oh, what are you going to do? My dad's like, well, calm down, calm down, and. He opens the door again, and this time he opens it all the way, and it hits me <laughs> back in the head because I was behind the door. I was painting. I was in the I was in the trance. <laughs> and uh, you know, I said, "Ow!" Obviously, and he looked behind there. They turned the light on, and oh, I was in trouble, boy, because <laughs> yes. it was like a big chunk of the wall, dude. Oh, and then my sister God. was mad because it was her paint. <laughs> but yeah, that's I've never stopped, man. It's been. You know how kids play with toys, man. That's how I played. Yeah, you know, I yeah. sat down, scribbled, and made up stories and drew pictures. And I mean, I could, I could imagine uh, during school too. I oh, mean, the teachers hated me. Any, yeah, any inch of blank paper was just obliterated. Just, really, <laughs> I couldn't. Do, I mean, I still have the same habit now. Like if yeah. I'm sitting down as a receipt and a pen, That's you better it. take all that away because <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, you don't even see the numbers on there. <laughs> just, it's just, it's just. Well, now it's like I have it, but. Uh, yeah, like back then, yeah, teachers were not fond of any of that, you know. But, you know, what are you gonna do? What about what about your friends? I yeah, mean, they were cool with it. I mean, it was just uh, I didn't have any real friends that did what I did. Okay. You know, and growing up, you kinda, didn't get like kind of the way best artist in high school. Or? I kind of kept it a little <laughs> undercover. Okay. You know, growing up the way I grew up, it wasn't like something. You know, I would do the tagging for people and do their names and stuff, uh -huh. but the comic book style I would just do at home you know yeah like in the 90s image was kind of on the news and like mm -hmm. Youngblood and Spawn was cool for a minute so I got to kind of peek out for <laughs> a little bit yeah. and be like oh I could draw these guys too yeah but uh it wasn't until you know after high school when I was just like you know fuck it man like this is this is who I am this is what I do like you know I if people still want to come at me or whatever then I'm fucking here you yeah. know like it's not a mm -hmm. you know I've won fights I've lost fights whatever you know and once I got over that little hump then it was easier to take it more seriously and start yeah. looking at it as a career. I mean, because I think at 17 is when I started going to Comic Con to look for work. Awesome. So, wow. yeah. What, uh, who, who would you say are your biggest influencers? People that have definitely inspired you to get to where you are now, or maybe. <sighs> Maybe had a big impact with you, How especially. Much time you <laughs> <laughs> Maybe had like a big impact on you on, on a young on, when you were younger, or it, oh, it could be you know. I'm like this is this is the thing. Like I, this was I was very I'm a very I mean if you're a cartoonist most people are just very solitary in general as artists or things you know you just kind of spend time with yourself you know, and I and uh, so when I was home alone man I would just geek out on this stuff and I would like deep dive. With before the internet, before I would just 
deep down, I would be able to, I would ditch school to go to the library to find out more about comics, where they came from, or who right. they're about, you know, and and like one of my major, who I still love and adore is uh, the creator of Popeye, E.C. Cigar. Okay. Mostly Chrysler Cigar. Popeye just turned 90, too, like a couple wow. days ago. Awesome. And uh, I discovered, because I remember the cartoon when I was little, like, I watched the cartoon all the time, you know, the Looney Tunes, it's all like mm-hmm. the same thing, you know? And, uh, one of the time I was in junior high, I was out in Kansas and bored because I'm not the fucking there. <laughs> uh, so I wandered down to the library, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm in the library and they had this collection book of, and I own it now. Like I finally found it and I bought it. But, <laughs> but they had this collection book of all these uh, old comic strips by EC, the original Popeye strips, which I've okay. never seen before. And that that changed my life. I mean, wow. that. that Right there was just—it uh, was just a whole n- new thing with storytelling. It opened me up to all the comic strip artists, opened up all the guys that inspired the guys I was looking at, and then I got to kind of reverse engineer all this stuff. Because I mean, I hit the—I ni- hit with the '90s. You know, I, I was drawn like Jim Lee, or, or not Jim Lee, fuck that guy. But no, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was drawn like you know McFarlane and Life. Like I was really attracted to that energy and that, that angst and you know, whatever that is that they were doing that I thought was connecting to me. You know, and uh, so I was drawn horrible though because those, those guys technically, you know, they're cartoonists right. more so than they are like technicians. Some of the guys on the wall now, mm-hmm. and it's great when you're them and that's your voice. But you know, when you're, it's just bad habits you're picking up. You know, and. And so when I discovered these other guys, like Alex Raymond and Milton Kniff and all these guys, you know, come from the comic strips that knew how to draw, that was just, you know, then it led me to, like, guys like Wally Wood. And, you know, then, then I discovered Jack Kirby, and I was done. That was it. That was it, dude. Like, from, from the cartoonist to Kirby, man, and, y'all, to that guy, pfft. You know, and that's the comic book side. We haven't even got to the fine art. And, yeah, you know, yeah. The yeah. And Picasso and Gauguin, all those other. Yeah, I mean, it's all just... And then, of course, you got the writing, because mm-hmm. I write and everything, too. And so it's just, I just a sponge, you know? And if I like it and it works and it's something that speaks to me or even makes me uncomfortable or something that can, that can engage as a conversation in me, I'm willing to investigate enough to see if it could become part of what I yeah. want to do or put out yeah. there, you know? But, yeah, you got, it's, there's so much to be influenced by. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even just... Like, if I meet one, I hate people that just have the easy, oh, yeah, it's just that guy. I love that guy. Yeah. I'm like, well, screw you, man. Like, I've been struggling for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I wish I just had one guy I wanted to draw. Like, like there's guys at home and draw, like, Dave Finch. I'm like, but that's so easy. There's already Dave Finch, man. Find all mm-hmm. your shit yeah. and turn it into something, you know? Do yeah. You, do you have a, uh, a set routine that you do in order to sit down and draw or is there like a certain mind state you gotta listen to like a certain <laughs> yeah, I gotta get song paid, man, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> i gotta make sure there's a fat check coming i mean, no, I mean it, it in the beginning it was it was tough i mean because you i've been working all my life for other people and then to get disciplined enough to you know now i don't answer any but myself <laughs> yeah i can sleep in if i want you learn real quick that you can't you don't you don't get to do the stuff that you think you could do when you have your own job. <laughs> yeah, because you're the only guy there. Like, I, I, if I don't work on a Monday, that means I gotta work on a Saturday. You right. know, if I don't, you know. And so it was it was a hard learning curve for me to 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 not have a boss. You know, because I got in 2008, I got hired uh, to be the creative director and develop the properties for a company called High Tower Comics, and that's how I started my entire career, if you want to call it that. You know. And uh, and I, I had you know I was just had a start from from 
running as soon as I got there, man. Like this, this was a huge investment by by, by my by boss, and, and I had to hire people. I mean, I, I've never hired anybody before. I've never done any of that, you know. I didn't even know Photoshop, and I had to learn this stuff on the weekends. I was hiring guys to do this shit, mm -hmm. you know. Like it was a complete crash course and everything, and it and the creative class course. And okay, now I finally got the job I want. Now I'm you know I'm not doing part time gigs anymore. Now I have to draw every day. And that's a lot of things I don't think a lot of people understand is that when you have to draw every dance a lot, like yeah. you're not prepared for, <laughs> if you're just drawing at home for fun, it's your hobby and you think you want to do it as a job, you need to sit down for five days and do it for eight hours a day and see if you can. Yeah. And then you can kind of get a better mm -hmm. understanding of what, cause, and, and it's going to be more than eight hours a day. Like yeah. I had, and you're I not drawing just what you yeah, want. Yeah. Like people and are telling you what yeah. to draw. Well, I got, I got lucky with Hightower because of where they okay. were my properties, um, you know, so I was able to. You know, but I had to be, you know, I couldn't do them all. You right. know? So I had to, you know, bring people in and do other things. But, um, you know, after Hightower, because that company folded about two and a half years, and it was like a horrible time to start a business in 2008, man. Like, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. you made yeah. it to 2010 and a half, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, especially comics. Comics is so rough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, after that, that was a whole other learning curve, too, was, oh, now I'm got people paying me to draw out their scripts and now I got to do this and do this and it's just you know it's the uh, it does become work you know but it, as long as you remember that you love it and this is what you're you're here for you know it's yeah. not a, you know there's some people I they don't like the work part of it because it takes the fun out of it for them you know and there was like this uh well last year I was sick for about uh, 11 months but the year before that I took a huge break like I was doing almost like two conventions a month and I was I was just done you know I was just burnt out <laughs> like I needed I needed to slow down man you know and because uh, yeah because it turned to work it just wasn't fun you know it wasn't uh, I, and I wasn't creating as much because I was doing more commercial illustrations mm -hmm. and and it wasn't what I got into this for you know I broke my bag slept in my office floor did all that because I wanted to make comics you know right and then at the end you know the the it's hard money for smaller companies, you know, and I'm not working for the big guys, you know, I like my independence, you know, and and so, you know, at the end, you just kind of got to make your choices and figure out what you want to do, and you know, I took a break, now I'm back, it's fun again, doing yeah. the thing, but yeah, when it turns to work, some people can't uh, can't get their head around that, you know, because, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's not always the stuff you want to do. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, to kind of to kind of branch off that question, I mean, what would you say to younger artists or writers that are looking to be inspired or wanting to put their work out there? I mean, what's something that you can give or say, like, uh, motivation-wise? You guys are in the right time. There's no excuse. None whatsoever. I wish this is how it was when I was coming up, man. Like, I made my first mini. I was 25 years old, man. I had to put it together at a Kinko's. I had to bribe the guy with donuts. At a Kinko's. So I didn't have to pay five. <laughs> what was it? it was like a quarter of a stitch, a staple wow. per saddle stitch, man. So I bought the new donuts. Me and my buddy are back <laughs> there, you know. I sold six copies of it at the, at the Ape, and I thought I was just God. Like, oh, my God, people bought my stupid book, you know? I didn't even pay for the book. Like, I spent way more money <laughs> to get there yeah. than what I sold, you know? And, but there was that, that was it, though. There wasn't Comixology. There wasn't, there wasn't even digital printing that existed. Mm -hmm. That was, I mean, the closest you got was going to Kinko's. That was your digital printing. And right. It was shit printing, right? And, uh, you know, there, there was the avenues that ex Instagram. I mean, Instagram wasn't even there in 2008 when I started. Like, all this stuff, that's uh, well, your Kickstarter mm -hmm. and GoFundMe. I'm like, and then the access to just setting up easy web pages to do stream. I mean, it's all out there for you. There's really, the only thing stopping p 
people now is just people. It's just yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to make the book, make the book. If you want to have fun and just make something for fun, make something for fun, you know, and put it out there. I mean, that, that, that that's the bottom line. Like, whether I'm getting paid for this stuff or not, but the thing is, you know, if I'm, if nobody's seeing it, then, you know, I'm just you know, playing with myself, man, and that's fun, but it's always better to play with others, right? You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You don't want, you know, and that's great. There's the whole, this is amazing right now. Like the whole, it's just amazing. It's it's uh, the social media aspects being able to have a platform so easily at your at your palm. It's it's a huge yeah. I mean, benefactor. When I discovered Tumblr back in 09, like I was like, holy shit, this is great. Where has this been all my life? I could pull a whole image, multiple. I could tell a whole story on this yeah. one right. platform yeah. without having to go to spend thousands of dollars going to print. You know. Yeah. And it's you know and it, I. I don't know. I've been around a lot, so I hear all this. It usually runs around the same stuff. Most people that don't want to do it, it's always the same excuses, you know. And the guys that do it, they just do it, man. Like I don't. Right. They say not, like, yeah, oh, I don't have time. Yeah, for I could. That, yeah, I could spit out the most inspiring thing right now, but it's not going to matter. If you're right. going to fucking do it, you're going to fucking do it, and mm-hmm. if you're not, you know, that's cool. Less competition. For I mean, sometimes people just need <laughs> to hear. Sometimes people need to just hear that. Just get out there and do it. They need a, that little bit of push. So that's that's good. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh, what type of what type of comic books did you uh, read as a kid, or did you read a lot of comic books as a kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so let's. I mean, what were your what were your major uh, storylines or comics that that? Your favorite heroes. <laughs> oh man, see, they're not a long list. Of I, stuff. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll stick with this. Well, thing. what was your first comic? Do you remember? Uh, it was a Mad Magazine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My dad got it for me. I was sick. You know, kids, you're sick. They just get you shit. They shut you up. You know, right? <laughs> so my dad's like, "Well, here's a stack. Go whatever." And and he grew up with Man Magazine, you know. And they, he still called him funny, but he called him funny books till he died. <laughs> funny <laughs> like, books. I don't think I ever heard him say comic books. Okay. In Oklahoma or Canada, they're they're funny books because yeah. they're off the grist. Okay. And, <laughs> and so that's what they called them. And uh, and so he got me mad. And I, whatever was in that, it was just sparked something and. So next time I'm out, and he's like, well, you want another Med Magazine? And I'm looking at it, and he's like, Conan Magazine. Awesome. He used to sell Conan Magazine mm-hmm. size at 7-Eleven, you know? So yeah. I was like, well, I want that one. And then I, f- I fell in love with Conan. Like, he's okay. one of my favorites, too. <laughs> and then it just rolled on, man. Like, X-Men was huge when I was in uh, elementary school. And then, you know, just for all the, pretty much all the same sort of anime else. Kinda, I went through the same kind of, there's no, like, special shit I found because I draw pictures, you know? Right. So this is what's here. This is what I, oh, I like that too. Wolverine, got love drawing that guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then, of course, when Image hit, that was just, that was it for me, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I already knew in elementary school that I wanted to do this for a living. You know, I, I discovered how to draw comics the Marvel way, and I was like, and then I realized people got paid for this. I'm like, oh, yeah, this we're done. Like, I know exactly what I do for my life. Yeah. All your SCR just tripping. <laughs> 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 you know? And, uh, and so, you know, it was just, it was just, the, the image hit, and that was even better. Like, it's even more exciting. And then the artwork is just, you know, it wasn't even this, I mean, the celebrity was cool. It was cool seeing these guys in the news get some, you know, because everybody, I mean, oh, people just talk shit on comics for forever. Yeah, when, when <laughs> like, image, they're so cool now compared to when I was coming up. I mean, when Image came out, that was a huge, it was a huge change. Right? It was a yeah, really huge was, breakaway. I, um, I mean, what, they, it was the first company to beat out 
to hit the top sales charts over Marvel and DC, and they're still the only company that have done that. You know? I mean, and and no, there was five guys. Yeah. There was just five guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it that was such a huge move. Being able to have so much of freedom, too, for those guys oh, at yeah. that point, too, was a huge, it was a huge platform. Well, you need to see, uh, if you haven't seen it, you need to see the documentary on Amazon uh, about them. It's, it's an image documentary. Okay. It is hilarious and great. It is Tom McFarlane is probably like the best thing comic books has ever created. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is hands just, down is one just, of the greatest. Oh man, he's just oh, that guy's like my spirit animal. In a life world, there's a great McFarlane impression. You get to okay. see that on there. But they talk about it. You know, they talk about it. They was and this was. I mean, people get it, the history of this all wrong too. They always all image ruined comics. Is they created the speculation market, and that speculation market didn't exist till like almost like. I don't know, the end of nine the end of the nineties, like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Image hit when I was a freshman, you know, before I was a freshman. Yeah. You know, and they were already selling millions because people were coming there for them, you know, and that's what a lot of people forget. They they want to talk shit on Lifefield or how McFarland drew mm -hmm. or, or you know, can't draw feet or whatever you know, too many buckles or too many veins or talk with a splat. But they don't understand. Like people weren't buying those stories. People were buying millions of copies of these books because they loved what they were looking at and you couldn't get that anywhere. And a lot of stuff now is like we're almost feels like we're playing catch up with video games. We want to try and draw so realistic that we can compete with what's on the movies, and and mm -hmm. it used to not be that way. We used yeah. to let's just draw crazy shit because this is the only place you're going to see this yeah. crazy shit. And this is amazing. You, you Here's my seventy five cents. That's yeah. how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, if you look at comics in general, you can definitely see the shift of artwork. And yeah, when it comes to the. The 80s got interesting, but the 90s, there was something about oh, the early was, 90s. Well, it was like, seemed like more of a, even when I would talk to artists in the late 90s, it was, they were still, before everything got so, almost, everything's almost so methodical now how to get a job. Oh, you want to work for Marvel? This is what they're hiring. This is kind of their house style. This is what you, what you want to work for. And that's how you get that job, you know? And which makes sense. And that's totally cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, people got to eat. I love that. And if Marvel came and offered me a book, I would do it just to say I did it, you know? Like, yeah. No problem with that whatsoever. But when I was coming up, people were other artists that were already Paul Chadwick, J.H. Williams, the guys that I would talk to at shows, Derek Roberts, you know, they were all talking about having your own voice, man, because the editors got to recognize you and see you. And that was kind of the flavor of that time. That was, there wasn't this big hunt for house styles because they just broke from that because the 80s and the 70s, it was all house styles. I mean, yeah. it was all really kind of just boring. Minus a few guys like Golden and Perez, or, mm -hmm. you know, you know, but the rest of it was just kind of stale, and that's also what made guys like McFarland and Liefeld stand out because yeah. I mean, what they were drawing, even though it may not have been correct, was still just wow yeah. compared to all the correct stuff that was just wasn't. It's very pedestrian, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. What uh, what would be your favorite? I know you mentioned Wolverine earlier, but what would be, let's say, your top three favorite characters to draw? Batman. Okay. He <laughs> Dark so Knight. Ways, right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, Wolverine, yeah, Batman, Wolverine. I don't even know if there's a third one, man. Well, probably like Cable or Deadpool. Like okay. I, they're really fun to just. Yeah. Man, they're like nostalgic for me. I mean, like I just sold my first appearance of Deadpool, you know. Awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like I had the whole run. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really need it. I got the trades now. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> you know, so yeah, just. You know, for I sit down and draw something just to start the day or whatever. It's got it's got to be just something fun and easy. You know, to get that crap drawing out of the way before I start everything else. So those are probably my go-tos uh, the most. 
do you have like a certain uh, routine during the day? Like you sit down oh. every day and draw. Wasn't that a question before? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, is it is it every day you have you have it's, a designated it's, it's drawing time? It should be. Yeah. <laughs> do you find it easier to do that early in the morning or late at night? Oh man, it it just depends. For for me, it depends on just how my schedule fits. I'm notoriously graveyard shift like all day. I worked it as a machinist. I worked it warehouses you know and and i just kind of carried with me yeah but you know i there's a lot of stuff like i do during the day running my own business and stuff so i do my best it's every once in a while i have a nice couple weeks where i'm up like everybody else and then it all goes back to so does it doesn't matter because at the end of the day you gotta work you gotta you yeah. gotta draw it doesn't matter if it's snowing raining if you're hurting or whatever you gotta do it and if you can't do it then you know you gotta figure something else yeah. out i guess but yeah my Basic routine is pretty simple, man. It's just, you know, waking up. I get, I, I work on my kitchen table. I have a nice little board there, and what is it? I just uh, make some coffee, sit down, okay. you know, put a little. I dip every once in a while, put a little dip in, and and uh, just Go put my it. headphones in, turn on something, and just do the thing, man. Awesome. And, you know, try to take a break every. This is for all you artists out there, especially you noobs. Take a break every two hours. Stand <laughs> up, stretch. <laughs> Do That's important. Because you, boy, trust me, man, that, that'll catch up to you real quick. Did you take some classes or go to nah. school? Or? Not really. No? No. Nah, self-taught? Yeah, most of it. I did uh, like two classes in RCC, junior college, because mm -hmm. uh, I had to take one to qualify for the figure drawing, and I couldn't afford studio figure drawings. So I was like, oh, I could just pick it up and do this stupid thing or the fast or whatever so i did that so i could actually have that experience that was one of the things they would tell me when i was going to comic cons do that so i hunted that down figured out how to do that and did a year of that uh didn't really listen to the teacher so i got like a horrible grade <laughs> 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 like i have these amazing pieces but because they weren't really on the topic of everything i think yeah. i got like a c or a d in my own figure drawing class and they paid me to do this stuff <laughs> Keep paying me, trust me, I'm totally worth it. <laughs> I would get an A now. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you ever teach um, classes or? Oh, I'm a horrible teacher. No. <laughs> I just, it's so, like, none of it makes sense until I start. You know, like, I can't tell you step one until I'm like, oh, I do this first. Okay. Until yeah. I, you know, like, it just. It just comes yeah, natural. Well, yeah, because I got, like, I mean, even talking here, I got so many things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the, like, uh, Chris, we always talk about having something here. And uh, well, I'm notorious for cussing constantly. <laughs> and, and so that's the other thing, too. We have kids here. I always got to watch yeah, myself, yeah, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> Some but yeah, that's excited. always like I got friends that do that. I got a, uh, Javier Hernandez. He's a okay. creator at El Muerto. He, uh, he uh, teaches classes out in L.A. and stuff and does subbing. And, but he teaches, like, comic books. Like, I think he even does a talk at one of the colleges out there oh, and awesome. stuff on, on the regular. And, you know, and I think that's great. Like, I wish I could... You know, if I ever did do it, you'd be the first one I call. Like, how do I do this, man? What where do I start? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, are there any projects that you're working on now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a book that's almost actually done right now. Uh, it's called Elsewhere Adventures. Okay. It's uh, super cartoony. It looks nothing like this. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, it is completely bizarre, totally R-rated. It is just <laughs> yeah. off the wall. <laughs> I... Uh, Created it one, uh, one and I doing 24-hour comic book day here, and I added like it was 24 pages. I finished it here, and then I added a whole other like 18 pages, like 36 pages. Wow, like awesome! Pages. 
and I made sure I drew every one of those pages in hours, so it had the same flavor and energy okay. as the thing. But it's just a, it's a, it's just this assassin bunny, this hitman that's a bunny. Yes. <laughs> and he just kind of doesn't, he's not excited about his job no more, man. It was kind of my, the way I was feeling at the time, so I was just thinking, he's just trying to procrastinate as he has to go, he has to kill again. <laughs> so this is him, it's fine, I'm going to go kill this guy. And he, <laughs> Ends up trying to get hunt this guy down at a strip club, and then he meets his buddy, and they do drugs together. And then he's like, "Oh, I can finally, I should finally go kill this guy down." And then that's that's pretty much you know. And then that's just his thing. It's just this fucking weird random buddy. Awesome. <laughs> this weird fuck all city. that's just this cartoon buildings and spires and tiki homeless people. And fucking platypuses watching strippers blow up and shit. Like I got. It's, it's just it's, bizarre, it but sounds insane. It's, yeah, it's it's fun, and and, and it looks <laughs> the layouts are great, and so it's all done. I got to get the the copy edited, and then I have to finish the gray toning, and that'll okay. be the first thing that comes out. And then uh, I'm prepping now though for Cinco de Mayo to have uh, Chula Libre, okay. Volume One, which is like what I'm most known for, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> Recently, awesome. anyways. So. Awesome. Does anybody ever ask you guys questions? No, you wouldn't no, it's here. <laughs> yeah. What, we have, well, what do you comic books you guys like, man? Like, uh, let me see. I mean, let's, uh, let's engage. For, for <laughs> myself, honestly, I've I've always been like a huge X Men fan. I mean, the first comic I picked up with my own money was the Jim Lee '91 X Men number one, oh, and that was it. Everybody picked that one. That, that was it. That <laughs> yeah. was one that kind of stuck with me. Um, I, th I don't re remember reading the comic that much. Just kind of flipping through the pages, making stories up myself. And it wasn't really until I got, you know, a lot older, out of out of high school, out of college, that I went back, started diving into the stories and reading them and really yeah. soaking them up. And the more I kept reading, the more I started to realize, like, you know, these Marvel and DC characters are huge, iconic, almost Greek like God, you know, mythos characters. Um, but I felt like it was easier for me to dive into new stories, like image, like images of yeah. always providing new, interesting concepts, and and they're just great different things that are that are happening yeah it's kind of it's it's rough right now for the big two yes if, if you're new because there's so much there is, yeah. so much wrapped there you're like oh my gosh like i feel bad like i've been off of it forever and even knowing everything i know coming back to it was like i don't know the past 10 years though like what is all this yeah there's so many new characters to keep to keep up with and there's so much storyline to really kind of follow it's intimidating for a new reader um but still, they still every once in a while you still get a really good. Well, I mean, I mean, this is the thing too. Like, if you pick up a Marvel and DC book, if you ever, like, if you're if you're a young artist or you're a writer or you're trying to start your own thing and you want to know if what you're making is is competitive, then you need to pick up a Class A real comic book. And, yeah. And despite whatever anybody's opinion is about these companies. They know how to make a class A mm -hmm. real comic book, man. And if your stuff isn't going that direction or looking like that, then you probably want to stay independent and not go to diamonds, right? Because you know, every, you know, because that's what works, yeah. Right? But those guys, I mean, as, as much as I, it's hard for me to get into all this continuity, so they still make like beautiful comics. Yeah. Right? Like, oh yeah. Like I'm an art snob, so I don't even need the story half the time. Like if I like <laughs> the art, I'll just oh, I'll right. take this. <laughs> I think that's what catches people's eyes first with comic books anyways um i didn't get into comics till i met daniel oh you're uh, yeah. actually he <laughs> just friends, he just started you. like getting he just started getting into it w when we first started dating like reading right? heavily yeah like reading heavily yeah. um and then well, so you guys kind of got into it together pretty um, much a little bit yeah but i'm 
I read like more of like the newer stuff, like Image is, yeah. and anything new that comes out, just because there's way too much to keep up with if I go back. Oh like, yeah. Um, so Paper Girls is like my oh, like, number one right now, <laughs> and then Reborn was a really good um, run that we liked. Which and one is uh, Reborn? Uh, uh, Reborn. Who wrote? Mark Miller wrote that one. Okay. And then uh, Greg uh, Capullo. Oh, man, I didn't get to pick that one up, man. Phenomenal. Yeah? Phenomenal. Capullo's been killing it since, I mean, since the 90s, man. Like, he took up S-Force when life fell back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the artwork on it is great. I had him. I had a chance to meet him. I had him sign the number for the first issue. Oh, that's issue. awesome. Um, but the storyline was really, really I think it's only six issues long. I'm hoping that it continues. But even as itself as a mini little story arc, it's... Awesome! It's a really, really good. Well, see, that's what I, ride. like. This is like my as, as a new, well, not new creator, I guess, but as a guy coming back into the fold to doing things. I like that idea of just a self-contained. Yeah, you know, like if I didn't mm-hmm. have to break up issues to make money to print a trade, I would just go straight to the trade. Right. You know, <laughs> what? Well, here's your novel. Thank you. Please read that. Yeah. You know, like that to me is like the the trade phenomenon. That to me is like one of the best things that's happened to the industry. Period. Yeah. I'm super impatient. Um, <laughs> I can't. Sometimes it sucks to wait a whole month to see what's happening in the next chapter. So having the having the, the trade, it's kind of nice. You get a whole story all in one. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, the story of uh, Reborn altogether. I hope it. I hope there's a continuation. If not, it's solid as is. I highly recommend it. Uh, the you guys uh, read like a someone. I just. I really love it. The artwork is crazy. Pretty deadly. You guys Pretty read that deadly. One? No, Kelly not. Sue DeConnick, and then uh, I forget the name of the artist, man, but she does some trippy stuff. Really? And it's like a weird Western thing okay. about life and death, and kind of runs on the cusp of World War One. And okay, it's just oh, a, cool. it's a trip. Pretty there's deadly. like two volumes, and they're they're pretty solid. They're, they're trippy. I mean, that's the, like, and that's the cool thing about what Image is doing. That was that was a cool thing when Image started. Like it was all these guys that drew different that come together and made this cool little thing. And it was and it was still very of its time though, right? Like I mean, everything was superheroes. Everything. You know, team books. It wasn't like, <laughs> you know, they were just taking what was already selling and, you know, putting their own spin on it, right? But now you got, like, you know, Paper Girls. You have, I mean, you, and the stylistic differences on the and the thing on the publishers outside of Marvel and DC is just, like, the, I think it's great. Like, it's just like a new golden age for comics. Oh, and yeah. it's almost too great because now you really got to come home bringing it if you're going to yeah. be making yeah. a copy. Because yeah. nobody's sleeping on you now. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> is well, like, oh, we went to school for this. We've stuck. You know, like, I th- I know a lot. And I, you know, but that's because it's a nerd to me. But there's people that, like, pay for the education mm-hmm. to, to put this stuff down. And they're coming out the gate Yeah, way better than guys who are coming out the gate 10, 15, 20 years right. ago, you know. I mean, if you look at Paper Girls as for an example, uh, there's just so much that goes into it. Just the the coloring on that book alone stands out. I mean, it's just it's like they have amazing. Nuts. It's just a certain like color scheme, like like the pinks and the purples, and yeah. like some of I don't know. I just I really love the it's artwork. D- in it's there. different. It's hands down. And I'm so always in, Back to the Future is my like favorite movie <laughs> of all time. So the whole like future like b- back and forth like that's. Me, <laughs> I, 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 and same with Reborn. I think they kind of do like the a little flash, it's like an after death okay. kind of like thing. But you know, I guess uh, back in the day, Capullo had his own creator own project, it was called the uh, Creed. Creed, and okay, it was just really bizarre, but it was, and it was like everything he liked to draw, too. It was just, the, the Creed character was just uh-huh. massive, it was just. <laughs> 
you know, veiny, just yes. all, you know. And it wasn't even they finally inking it. It was still Capullo, and it looked like they finally was all over that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, and they did two parts to it, but each story, each was like three issues for each one of them and everything. It was, but it was just bizarre. Like there was, <laughs> like any redeeming quality to any of the characters too much, but it was just this hard little sci-fi, yeah. cool little, and it, and it's. I mean, I picked it up for the art. Yeah. You know, and the mm-hmm. story, you know, it works. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's more before, like, oh, wow, I can't believe this guy drew this thing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, you want to finish up with the last couple of questions? Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess we could all answer it, too, since okay. we <laughs> have, you know. So we'll, we'll, three questions, and you go ahead and Okay, so things. it's uh, pick three characters. One you would take to coffee. One you <laughs> would um, share a dorm room with. Uh-huh. And then the third one. Um, who you would take to the bar. The real question is, who would want to share a dorm room with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would take Popeye to the bar. Popeye, Popeye? to the bar? Okay. The Fantastic bar. answer. We would have a good time. Uh, probably go to jail. But me and Popeye would be chill. <laughs> That's a great answer. Popeye. That's <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, who would I room with? College dorm, we're talking... Oh, we're talking college dorm? College dorm. <laughs> I mean, it's a little more personal, it's a little more messy, it's a little more of an experimental phase. Young Bruce Wayne, he would never oh, be okay. there, and he would have all the cool toys <laughs> that I would just have at my leisure, because <laughs> <laughs> he would be doing he's, his trading things. <laughs> <laughs> he would have uh, Mr. Pennyworth, Alfred, helping you out with the taking care of the room. Yeah, I'd be chilling 100% of the time. And Alfred would love me because I would appreciate him, unlike Bruce. At least, did you read that? What was the one that we read with Alfred? Oh, that was the annual Batman annual. Did you read that one? No, I don't know. Was Alfred finally clowning on him? I mean, it was I like it when they write Alfred where he's just tired of Bruce's shit. You know, and that's usually how most of the Alfred stories start. Like, man, this kid again. But it's a really good, touching, like, bonding relationship. Uh, my favorite Alfred <laughs> is, is the Frank Miller, Batman, and Robin. Piss, pissed off Alfred. Because <laughs> the whole book is just this pulpy, trashy <laughs> fucking thing. I mean, it is. It's just so. horrendous. I mean, I, I but I love that stuff. I just, I mean, like, I'm a huge fan of B-movies and yeah. 80s and 90s action. Like, like Trespass, Red Heat, Tango and Cash is, like, one of my favorite fucking movies, you know? Because <laughs> 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 it's just so bizarre. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> But uh, but the, what Frank Miller writes this Alfred and, and that well, Jim Lee drew it. It came out yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. and it didn't even finish. But his no. Alfred, I like the best character of the whole thing, man, because he's boxing it there. Yes, and he's talking shit on Bruce, and like when he brings Robin home, Bruce is like, "Oh, you don't get to eat. You can kill what you what you want to eat. You're yeah. like an axe, you know." Yeah. And, then, and when Bruce comes back, you know, Robin's eating a hamburger, and Alfred just lays it. It was like, dude, I'm not gonna let this kid starve. Like yeah. he just starts talking shit. He's got a cool pose. Holding on a Mickey Bale and shit. Such a, such Alfred a great, <laughs> such a great infamous run. Uh, it didn't even get to be finished. Like no, I was like so disappointed. It was disappointed. up to like issue t- nine or ten, and then it just stopped. Like yeah. that was it. Because he got no this more. crazy just. I, nobody's gonna stop me from writing anything anymore, Frank Miller. <laughs> and then you have Jim Lee, who was like probably some of the best Jim Lee Batman I've seen. Phenomenal, man. like that artwork, really good stuff. Was just killing it, man. <laughs> All right, Dino. So who would you take to coffee? Who would you share Wait, a college? Did you pick your coffee one? Oh, oh coffee, no, I did yeah. not pick my coffee one. Oh my god, who <laughs> would Popeye, I take? You got young Bruce. That's who like, would you drink coffee? I'm like, who with? do I want to see in the morning for yeah, coffee? Yeah, who would I want to see in the morning <laughs> for coffee? Preferably a lady. <laughs> good, good, <laughs> uh, good. Let's see. So we're going for a lady. Oh man, I would 
I'd rather drink with her though. (laughs) 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 Who would I chill and have coffee with, man? Wow. Yeah, you don't have like a favorite girl. I have a few, but I, you know, I don't think they're I don't think they're coffee drinkers, man. Which is probably why they're my favorite. I was gonna say Red Sonny, like she's one of my favorite. Okay. She's just such a great character. I don't think they've ever written her well. Mm -hmm. I think maybe. uh, what's her name? Gail Simone probably wrote her the best, you know. And uh, I still need to find her more of the trades for that. But she was writing like a real okay. like I'm a barbarian. I drink, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you know, like she was great. Like I would party with that bitch all day. Oh, you said you, <laughs> like, you said you like Conan, so that's like a female. Yeah, it's like a female Conan. There you go. But uh, I'm trying to think, you know, what ladies I would uh, kick it with now, man. Well, maybe this is the next morning. With yeah, it would be, it would sound like the, oh, I wasn't thinking about that. Sounds like kidding. the next one. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that's an even longer list. <laughs> Can I put some real people in there too? You know? <laughs> yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. If I had to do co- coffee with a comic character, I'd probably have it with the, there's a character called Crazy Cat from the 1919s, 1912s. By okay. An okay. Artist named George Harriman. And Crazy Cat is considered one of the greatest comic strips ever created of all time. So if wow. you ever get a chance to look at it, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's pure cards. It's hard to believe some of these things were laid out and made in 1918, really? 19. That's awesome. It's almost like uh, it's like Windsor McKay's uh, Little Nemo is just technically so proficient and wonderful. And then you have Crazy Cat, which came out at the same time, which is just this huge artistic expression of just cartooniness and hatchiness. And yeah. It's like the same level, just different directions, right? Huh. But that cat is this little ambiguous, sometimes it's a girl, sometimes it's a guy, but it's just a funny little cat. I would chill with that cat, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a good way to start the cat, day. Dude, awesome. He's just a weird little, and I like cats, man. We would just sit there quietly, we'd say some random shit, I'd drink some coffee, and be like, all right, dude, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. All right, D, well, what, what would you got? Coffee? Uh, college dorm? Okay, so when I think of bar. coffee, I'm like, okay, I'll go out with like a professor or someone of like great knowledge but uh i don't the first one that came to mind was professor xavier but oh that's a yeah, good but you one you wouldn't have to talk to him he would just be reading i know just <laughs> be like a very silent <laughs> good so satisfying quiet. maybe not <laughs> a very peaceful conversation professor. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i knew you'd say that or like <laughs> dr <laughs> strange or something all I right guess. there you go um, i didn't even think of that one that would be good and then i don't know i was thinking like a Okay, so if I shared a dorm room, I don't want to share with a guy because guys are probably like (laughs) really messy. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's not even an argument for us. No, we're like like, yeah, yeah, we're horribly messy. (laughs) Like Jean Grey. All right. I thought of Rogue first, but then I'm like, I don't Uh, want her to steal like my powers or something. Yeah, but Jean Grey's like, (laughs) like if you need the remote, like Jean, can you give me the remote? Oh yeah. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. You can learn from her. Jean. Pass me that joint. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, going to a bar. Oh, I have I always pick uh, Bruce Wayne or Batman for this because I want to ride the Batmobile. <laughs> I like so to drink classy cocktails, so we're we'll going to a nice lounge. Specifically, it has to be Batman, so he's got to suit up in his Batman Yeah, not Bruce suit. Wayne, but Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Batman is broke. He can't buy you no drinks. Oh, well. You get the Batmobile, though. Like, that's gangster. Oh, yeah, for sure. Somebody's going to buy you drinks if you show up in a Batmobile yeah. either. Way. Oh, like all day. <laughs> Dude, some chicks over the bar and that would be like, Dude, I got you. All night. <laughs> like, I don't even know 
who you are. If you showed up in Batmobile, we're going to kick it. <laughs> right? Please don't be a bitch. <laughs> Please be super nice. <laughs> See, even in my fantasy, <laughs> something goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh see. Uh, I'm going to kind of go the same lines as, yeah, I'm going to have coffee with Yoda in the morning. Oh, Yoda. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be some intense conversations. It's like, like and feel rejuvenated. Spiritual grounding yeah. right there. Get you going mm-hmm. in the right direction, he'll me, man. He'll help me pick out my shoes. Like, <laughs> make all the tough decisions. He's going to be right there with me. Um, <laughs> let me see. The shoes College, pick you. That's a, or that's a big. Else <laughs> the shoes pick you. That's what you can say. You're gonna be more frustrated. <laughs> You're like, fuck this coffee. I don't even wait. Just answer my question. You, um, you little green. Let mother. me see. Um, I think if I had a okay. And then the college dorm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still semi still your answer. I'm gonna do uh, Doctor Strange, so he'll oh, be able to help me in all my exams, and then he'll put like a mad light show party for all the college dorm. Dude, parties. Doctor Strange would be dope to have in college because you'd be like, dude, Doc, no, you this, sh- is, this is experimental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta hook us Fuck up. me up. That's, yeah, <laughs> just he'll be turn like, anything into like a hallucinogenic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you just uh, be. <laughs> Like you wouldn't even remember college at that point. <laughs> I was gonna say the Ninja Turtles would be cool, like neighbors in the dorm room. Oh, that's it. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the Ninja Turtles out for the bar. Yeah, we're Turtles. taking the whole crew out to the in. bar. They're teenagers. Oh, man. <laughs> They'd be sitting in the car, mad at you. I just like the idea of like me and like four big turtles. Chilling at the they bar would, they, would, they would find you in front of the liquor store. Be like, hey, homie, can you out. buy me some beer? <laughs> we'll be brown bagging it. Brown bagging it for sure. Fantastic. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, no, this was great. And man. hanging out with me. us. Oh, yeah. We definitely and he also drew this is a Deadpool. Special, special commission piece for us. Deadpool. Yeah. We'll see if we can zoom see. in. Yeah, we greatly appreciate that. We're going to no have to worries. get you signed up for us. Oh, yeah. All you guys can find me on Instagram at Inc. And... J O H N E I N K because I like to make things difficult. All right. <laughs> and uh, we'll Facebook uh, and draw hard. Okay, so Studios. Instagram, Facebook. Draw hard um, Studios. You do have you do have a, a store you can purchase some of your work. On oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an eBay store. You just okay. type in Johnny Ink on eBay and I show up there and it's got. Right now it's only got like five or six sketch covers, but I'm I got a new artist coming. Oh man, I should announce that I got a new artist I'm working with. I'm writing for that's coming. Hopefully next week I'll be announcing that for everybody. Cool. Okay. Everybody, and he'll have some stuff I'll be putting on the store too. So. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, before we go, is there anywhere else we can catch you? Do you have any other events that you're doing uh, soon uh, or later on? Well, I will. I just uh, talked to Chris. I will be here once a month now to do the drawing. Fantastic. For so that'll be fun. You can see everybody once a month. Okay. But right now is tentatively the second Wednesday of every month, and then uh, I'll be doing. Uh, Comic Con Revolution in March. I mean, not March, May. It's Ontario. Yeah, right? Ontario. Okay. And then before that will be uh, Free Comic Book Day. And that's kind of just where I'm at right now. Awesome. Like it's, uh, yeah, like I just got back into doing things again after a couple years. So awesome. Just kind of, you know, trying to rebuild. Do for sure. Day, so. Awesome, man. All right, John, thank you so much for hanging out. And we yeah. appreciate your time. Thank you guys for having me. And then uh, hopefully we'll come back and do this soon. And then we'll see who we'll go out and have a drink with next time. <laughs> or better yet, have a coffee in the morning with. Well, hopefully I get invited back for when the drinking happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time we'll have a little more of a uh, coffee or some type of cocktail we'll be sipping on. But thank you so much. Oh. Now we're spilling bottles all over the place. <laughs> we have been drinking. We were just lying. <laughs> you just spilled over the bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Alter Ego Lounge Podcast. Stay connected and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
For more information or coffee catering services, please visit us at alteregolounge.com or email us at info at alteregolounge.com.